Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, the final pokey stop along the winding road to hell, this is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels without producer Scott Stafford, but with beloved sports media outsider Adam Kinney and your tier one host, John. Oh, there you go. Cool. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. I think it's 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 been several months. I think it was in May we did a show last, Colin. I'm pretty sure. I so. was hoping we wouldn't talk about that. Okay, well, you know what? Hey, listen. I, I thought we'd just plow through in complete denial, make uh. no admissions of not having... Re- because as you, as you both know... That's basically how I'm living my life right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, as you both know, in the podcasting world, the reliability of the releases of your shows is oh so critical to your popularity but at least we know mike peterson will listen absolutely he will i'm gonna i'm gonna periscope later he'll pop up right away uh, if i just like nothing ever happened. nothing like nothing ever happened um no you're right it's it's you got to get back on it because um you know there's people ask you all the time and i was telling people would retire just to just to fuck with them um which is which is good fun but um you know, you, you got to keep going because if you don't keep going, people kind of forget. I've, and people would be like, oh, I didn't know you. I'm sorry I ripped off your concept. I, I just didn't know you guys were still recording. Like <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, I'm like, thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. That's appreciated. Oh, you guys are still doing that thing? Yeah, sorry. I took all your that bits. That filthy, filthy show? Yeah. I, took I all- told all my people not to go on that thing. Absolutely. Well, there's one person on the show tonight, and we're glad to have him. Adam Kinney's back with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I think this is, uh, is there a five-timers club? It's like oh, SNL, oh, right? I think it's five-timers da, club. Da, da, there it is. Da, yeah. I had no idea. I'm it, sorry. I should keep going, that records. It's going to my Twitter bio right I now. Think he's my, our, my I think he's our Twitter bio. one and only five-timers. I think Reno's been on. Oh, yeah. Reno's been on a lot. So we have two. So sometimes Reno, Reno pushing it. Cecil's got to be on for sure, but I don't know if it's been five for uh, Cecil. It's probably been four. Four, probably. Yeah, see, Reno just show up. Like, he might show up right now. Sure. He just might show uh, up and be like, hey, guys. Well, just, that'll just, screw my accomplishment. There you go. So, yeah, but, you know, he'd pop in every so often, but you're a five-timer. That's a, that's a great uh, an accomplishment. Um, I think the last time you were on, we had some technical difficulties. It was a right. great show, but you couldn't hear it. It was unbearable to listen well, to. If I'm it. not mistaken, there was some beautiful singing that oh we, that's we right. completely lost and oh, uh, that was the greatest maybe, shame maybe we can get some more of that tonight to take us out of breaks so it'll be a little easier for you instead of having to select the music with scott not being here I right really hope you guys think of some really songs hoping. let's okay. Okay. Well, okay how about we'll how about just artist okay we can okay. go with artists okay, that's well, fine we'll think of some artists All right. but, but welcome back adam um it's it's nice to have you here and uh you know we got We've got sports to talk about. This part of the problem with not, uh, you know, being in the summertime is yes, there's things to talk about, but it's not a constant, you know, uh, like the NFL season, which is just a constant barrage of stuff to talk about. And NFL season leads into NHL season, NBA season. There's a the winter time is a, is really good for talking sports. And as you know, being on the radio, it's it's it the summertime is pretty dry. But John, you've got to remember, say it with me now, Adam. 
There is no off season <laughs> for talking Broncos. for talking Broncos. And you know what? And there really that's is. how you guys are picking the good day to come back. You know, because training camp the Christmas Eve is tonight. It's for true. the yeah. NFL and Denver Broncos. Fans. I meant I meant to ask you about that. Now that you, Adam Kinney, are currently unaffiliated, right. wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> local digital media. Um, I, you missed the media barbecue. I'm bummed for you. I did miss the media barbecue. It's. Uh, you know, it's okay. I didn't need to be around all those egos right now. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. So you can just say uh, Brandon Cristal. It's okay. <laughs> We're all among friends. He's he's not the Brandon I'm concerned with right now. Um, mm. So <laughs> so in a thing like that, is it when it's like the first? Uh, I know there's a, there's a fly in here licking my sweat. It's, it's so <laughs> At hot. least we know he's as hot as <laughs> yeah, we are. He's hot Eventually, as he'll just wither up and die. Yeah, he's, he's trying to he's trying to get moisture off my my forehead, <laughs> which is there's there's a lot. Be, <laughs> plenty to be had. A lot of forehead, a lot of moisture. Um, so like, is that like a thing where like everyone are they are they are they are they marking their territory for the first time well, no, of the it's year? A, it's a lot of people, especially at that first one. It's a lot of people that just haven't been around all year long. I mean, I've been to before today. You every can just single, say Drew Soisher every single, but it, it's a lot more than just him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it, it's I a bet. lot of people that just show up like, oh great, you know, how was your summer? What did you do? And there's a lot of people that can say, oh, I've been covering the team since. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've been How still on you? it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, the, the, it's not the, the best event. It, it's more about training camp and everything. And, yeah, like you said, I'm a free agent right now. I'm hoping I'm just the next Ryan Fitzpatrick to fall in line and get my $12 million guarantee to tomorrow. Awesome. So. I hope you do. So um, so what's the future hold? You're, you're looking for something in the same vein. Do you want to get back on the radio? Are you, yeah, are you open I mean, for I, my, my options are open right now. You know, it, it, it was a great experience for me. Everything that happened with BSN Denver, just from a career standpoint, I learned a lot. I'm very grateful for Brandon for the initial opportunity and being able to grow something from the ground up. And from that, I learned a lot of tangible skills about sports media, about business, about digital platforms that make me a lot more marketable and, and really a, a life lesson in how to and how not to treat people, which sure. I think will carry me through the next 60 plus years on this earth well, that I, would I say, have. You're a, so. young, you're a young man and it, it, there's, there's, uh, those are the lessons that, uh, that people learn. Colin plenty, and plenty I, more of them yet yeah, plenty to more. come. That's right. what, you know, like, that's what my kid said tonight, said something about, well, that person sounds like an asshole. And I said, kid, get ready. Cause you're going to, you're going to meet a lot of those people in your life. So right. just get, get ready. So the grandpa lesson here is if you build it from the ground up, eventually they'll grind you up. I never heard that, but sound, it sounds yeah, we just made, I just made oh, it did you? Yeah, wow. so I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Actually. I'm learning how to be a, an old man. So anyway, the sky's the limit for me right now. Sure. I'm, I'm excited with the opportunities I have in front of me. I'm open to digital media. I'm open to possibly getting back into radio. There could some be, be some things in the works there. And then obviously with the digital side of things, podcasting, like what you guys are doing, is, is always an option. So. Oh, and it's so lucrative. I mean, I can't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Well, it, it's it, it is lucrative, that's for sure. But um, you know, just just remember, you know, when you when you become a big podcaster and you're making all that money, just remember the first podcast you were on. Um, it was this one, right? Well, you did. Well, Dario's. I guess initially you could Dario's. say our podcast. Yeah, Denver true. Sports well, I'm Nation, saying but the, uh, the one that you the, weren't the hosting. The one that put us on the map. Yeah, the, was but the one you weren't hosting. So the South Sands Denver podcast. Hey, yeah, I was one of the three or thirty original listeners of Denver Sports Nation. And uh, I, I tell you, man, I, I, this is the God's honest truth. I enjoyed the Saturday afternoon time slot when you guys were doing that show on Mile High Sports. Right. Um, and you did it with Dover, too. Um, Josh Dover, who's now a producer for Altitude. Um, 
I, just I really missed that show because it was a good time slot for me to be able to catch it. Um, it was a good time for me to call in, and uh, it was just a very personable, very friendly, listener-oriented show, and right. I miss it. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that, you know we're big fans, and, and if anyone if anyone's listening, the kids got skills, so uh, you know, hit them up. And uh, Adam, is it still Adam Kinney Radio? Adam Kinney Radio on pretty go. much any social media platform. Awesome, that's good. Um, yeah. So, in speaking of that, like I always have this thing going all the time where I see like old fogies. Uh, yelling at like new media guys. You can just say Terry Fry. Okay, <laughs> actually Terry Fry is like probably one of the better ones because I think he kind of gets it now and he and he's still curmudgeon, a little bit of a curmudgeon. But uh, um, no, there was a thing recently with um, somebody from Purple Row had said uh, they they said something about trade everybody or they made some ridiculous statement. I think they knew they were being ridiculous and they said something about trade everybody. Blah 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 blah. And uh, Jack Corrigan, the radio voice of the of your Colorado Rockies, um, is in Jack and Jerry. Yeah, is in Jack and Jerry. Chimed in and said, like, you know, if you want to be you want to be like treated like a professional, you can't react like a fan or whatever like that. And and I was in a bad mood, and so I start going off on him. I don't follow him or anything like that. But it was that typical thing of like, you know, it's just that. Um, oh, you guys are fans, and you don't know what you're talking about because we're real journalists. And I know that 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 gulf is is becoming smaller. And the fans are now the journalists, and we see it all the time. Every, you know, you were a fan. We know right. tons of people who now have press credentials who are now covering the team. Well, and here's the difference, though. The fans who cover a sport don't get the same treatment from the team that the traditional networks do. And so these people who claim to be, quote-unquote, journalists hard to say. Well, are I also the most likely to deliver the company line from the team's verbatim and feed it to you so that you're, they are accomplishing what the teams aim to accomplish through the media. And that's what the media barbecue is all about. It's welcome <laughs> back to the Broncos season. You are beholden to us. We're treating you well. If you'd like to continue to be treated well, Patrick Smythe is your contact, and you don't say a goddamn word that he hasn't fucking verified. Whereas fans, like the guys at Purple Row, these are season ticket holders who are approaching it from that perspective while maintaining a journalistic ethic in that they point things out that certainly the young staff of the Denver Post does not. Well, yeah, and the, and the 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 media barbecue is like uh, it's kind of like the Trump Christie relationship. You know what I mean? Like, come on, come on, big boy, come on over here, and I'm gonna give you <laughs> I'm gonna give you some stage time, but don't step out of line. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. Uh, but you're right, and may, Adam, what do you think? I, do do the guys who come from the fan kind of perspective that have that maybe ran ran blogs now they're sitting there interviewing Patrick Waugh, Do you think they tend to take it a little easier because they're like, well, I don't want to step yeah, on anyone's toes. I, I'd I'd absolutely agree with that. I'd say that it, it's almost be, because you kind of have that hierarchy set up a little bit of you know the the Mike Clisses of the world that are going to get all the tips and everything and the PR staffs and I'm not just talking about the Broncos but just from a, a wide spectrum kind sure. of view here. You know they're not really too concerned about the other guys because the other guys are so hungry and so eager just to be there yeah. that they're they don't dare say a single bad thing about X, Y, or Z so that they can continue their journalism career. Yeah, it'd be like they it would be like if they farted in a quiet moment in a press conference if they, if they stepped out of line right because right. they don't they don't want to they want to ruffle any feathers. Somebody like D Mac can say something kind of crazy because he's been there for a while. They kind of expect it. He's got some clout. 
but some young dude coming in that's now got his first Bronco credential. When you first got your first Bronco cr- credential, did you stand up and demand answers? I didn't. Something? I didn't ask a single question the first two of years course, I was I even either. in the I'd building. I mean, I, w- I was in front of Peyton Manning. That was my first training camp that I covered professionally. Wow. When Peyton Manning came to town, so no, I, I you know, I, I didn't dare step out of line. And then what you will or will not learn throughout that process is how to do it the right way. And that's exactly what you said about you know checks and balances, figuring out can I report this go to the team first try and find a comment from them but that's not doing it. it the right way like if you're reporting Within on the, the business it is yeah, or in, politics, that, in that business it is but that's what's fucked up about it and that's why i think there's value in outlets like this one where we are not requesting any sort if you know i wanted to know when what went on with the with the girl in the room and Demarius Thomas and and uh, the the former cornerback, help me out with his name. Oh, the one that impregnated the other girl. Yeah, uh, Parrish Cox. Uh, Par- I I didn't want the team's spin on that effing story, and I had a lot of respect for the fact that DMAC now a guy like that wields enough familiarity with the teams that they could be mad at him and still let him in the building. Sure, but that wouldn't that certainly wouldn't apply to you or I. So I think it's um, there's a value in having reporting outlets that are not inside the building. Um, so, you know, like pro football but, talk. But the thing com, is, you example. still can report things. It's it's just the way that you go about it. I'm not necessarily saying that you have to tow the company line each and every time. We reported a lot of things over the free letter that. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm going to call but it. Now no that's on. BS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two of them. Um, <laughs> that, you know, may not have wanted, teams may not have wanted to be reported, and you just have to go about the right way of. You have this information. Would you like to comment yes or no? And then you allow them the opportunity to get their side of the story out there. But that doesn't mean that you have to report it with that spin. But but here but here's the deal, and this is what a lot of people fail to realize. People are like, oh, Mike Kliss, just blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? He does that because he has a career doing it. Because if he went about it, like, and no offense, like you would, Colin, he would not be there. He'd be long gone, and he wouldn't have a job. So they, it's, it's the team's right to say, hey – we are going to control this this information. We're going to control this narrative. And if you don't like it, there's the fucking door because that's what they can do. They're a business, and they can control it that way. Now, they're not going to prevent somebody from going off that has nothing to do with it, but in that building and the, the people with the most, the most clout, the Denver Post, the news channels, all that – they're the ones that are that are that are putting the stories out, and those are curated by the. And Broncos. that's why places like Deadspin and TMZ are bashed by the mainstream media as illegitimate media, yet are often breaking stories that the mainstream media can't. Sure, and that's and that's great, and I think that they've done a good job with that. But um, when the, when you're up there, but when you're when you're down here and you're doing it, it just looks like you're you're starting shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, you know, what of it? Yeah. What of it? So, um, yeah, it's fascinating. I just I'm always curious about that, especially with the Broncos being who they are and their control over this town, just kind of their their influence on, on the media and, you know, kind of how it uh, how it goes down every year. You know what I'm saying? Jackson five. Jackson five. Jackson five. Yeah, we're we're ready for a break. Oh so. man, uh, we're we're ready for a break. You guys just sprung. You, you have to give me a little bit more notice than that. Okay. Well, um, I mean, you could do, um, you know, uh, ABC. ABC um, right. What's the uh, one baby, about the girl? Baby come back. No, baby, not baby come back. It's, it's uh, yeah. We're, you guys just keep filling this air because I'm looking um, for lyrics for you right okay. now. 
Um, well, I mean, there's always the you know little mockingbird. The oh, Tweedly Dee Dee. Yeah, that. Well, one. we can ask him to do that for Tweet of the Week. Okay, we'll have so to do we, that. We'll so we'll hold off on that. Um, we kick that can down the road. Maybe how about how about Holland Oates, Sarah Smile? You know, a little no, Sarah I Smile. I sure don't, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know they're coming. <laughs> they're coming to Red Rocks, okay. and uh, I can assure you, this guy. Will the, be you're going to be there. I'm yeah. not going to miss All Holland right. Oates at okay. Red Rocks. That's cool. I, I don't I don't blame you. Um, I've, I've been I've been to when Red Rocks. When I had oh, you to myself, I didn't <laughs> want you around. Those pretty faces always made you stand out in a crowd. But someone picked you from the bunch. One glance was all it took. Now it's much too late for me to take a second look. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. Show me that I you. Won't you please let me? Back in your heart, oh, darling, I was blind to let you go. Let me go, baby. We'll be right back. It's Fridays, right? When your column comes out. God, I hope so. Typically, yeah. Be sure to read every Friday your host of the FanCast, John Reedy, with his column at bsndenver.com. It's called Just My Take. It's got a lame graphic, but it's always really good. So look for it once a week at bsndenver.com. That's Just My Take, written by your host, John Reedy. Adam drew that logo. I, I think you just hurt his feelings. Uh, no, I so. think somebody else did that. <laughs> little. It's the questions. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the questions, questions, huh? It's, it's the, the questions. questions. What? what? Did folks watch the Republican National Convention from Cleveland for the same reason they watched the Browns, just to make snarky comments on Twitter? Will, these guys are both just Pokemon going right here next to me. I'm not. I'm promoting the goddamn show. Oh, That's what okay. I'm doing. Yeah, me too. Will totally. Cleveland fans take winning an NBA title in stride, or will they be total fucks about it like Boston fans? Can we all agree that the big story of this rocky season is definitely... Still Jenny Kavnar. Are the Monforts using Coors Field to host the world's largest game of Pokemon Go? Fuck yourself. <laughs> Should the permanent, permanent slogan of the Colorado Rockies be really moving in the right direction since 1991? When the Rockies finally trade Charlie Blackman, will they tell fans, Charlie's on a vacation far away. <laughs> now that the Broncos are in training camp, will even Dinger stop caring? Was Von Miller's final contract demand be that the Broncos supply unlimited pokey lures at Dove Valley? When he's busy running drills, does he hand his bitch his phone and say, watch for Pidgeys? And does John Elway catch them all? Yeah, that's right. I said it. Is the negotiating strategy of refusing to pay a guy for a few months, then paying him way, way more than you would have had to before, what John Elway calls an advanced move? How about the draft an heir apparent quarterback, pay him, un pay him to train under a Hall of Famer for four years, then watch him disappear in free agency to be replaced by Mark Sanchez maneuver? Is that next level stuff too? <laughs> did John Reedy just move me down to tier three? <laughs> yes, I did. Is working at 104.3 The Fan these days kind of like competing in the Rio Olympics, swimming in an ocean of shit? You have questions. We have answers and not job prospects at the fan. <laughs> Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Music. Oh, yeah, I fucked that up. So 
We miss you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trim that out. So yeah. Get it going. Do you, have, do you have it plugged in? My beer over, goddamn it! Which is a shame. I've got good news though. There's more. Okay, good. But do you want me to? Do you want me to get something to sop up the beer? Fuck no. Well, I want to I <laughs> run it over my head to cool Fuck down. No. I say we let this heat just create this musty, nasty, beery mold on the floor. I'm sure it's not the first time. I used carpet tiles for a reason. Okay. All right. Well, I just I I had my beer on the floor because I didn't want to. We've had problems when people hit the table, and you know. Do so. I look like James Merrillat to you? Do you think I care? <laughs> I, yeah, it's, I was just gonna find. I was just gonna find out. I was just checking it out. Um, I was gonna tell you, Colin, that um, the the logo that I use for Twitter now, the 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 Jake Harrietta yeah that, logo that looks just like me. Yeah, it's very cool. I um, really fucking like that. <laughs> so what I did, Adam, is there's a there's a somebody. It's like kind of like fifty two eighty shirt shop. They make like Chicago shirts, okay, and they can use kind of the pictures of the dudes, and they don't really say who they are, you know. And uh, there's one for Jake Arietta. Just he's on he's on like a like a ace card, so he's the ace. Get it of Chicago? Right, I get it. Um, but the picture looks remarkably like me when I'm wearing a hat because it it's actually got a looks more like John than, than Jake, it does oh, Jake Arietta. Way, way more than Jake Arietta. So. So I bought the shirt because I thought it'd be great, and then I was looking at the logo, and it's got a big C in the back, supposed to be for the Cubs. So I thought, well, I can take this into Photoshop, change it to a Colorado C, Colorado uh, color scheme, and I use that for my for my Twitter uh, Abby. So Colin was like, "You should use that for your column," and I said, "I don't think I can." And I was like, "You know, it's somebody else's thing, whatever." I decided to email him, and I said, "Hey, this is what I this is what I have, this is what I've been doing, and you know, I can put your I can put your website on the bottom if you're." He's like, "Go for it, dude." So. It's official. I can. I'm going to use it. It's, now. it's gotten a big Did you did you yeah. text him a photo of yourself? No, I think he'd be that much more. I pleased. probably I probably should. I you told should. him. I said it looks exactly like me, and he's like, "Well, I'm really impressed. You can grow a beard like that, and so go for it, man." And I was like, "Cool, thanks, man." Chicago so, people tend to be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they're, they're all right. Not like man. those Boston people. Boston oh, people no. suck oh, ass. Definitely suck ass. Suck ass. Uh, D-Mac, I'm talking about you oh, and yeah. your dad. Exactly. That whole family. Um. You know, DMAC went to Syracuse, and like a ton of people went to Syracuse. Like they all went to they all is that like a media school? It's a media school. Oh, yeah. okay, that's why. So somebody else on the radio talking about how they went to Syracuse, and I was like, probably Evans, I would guess. He went, and now somebody else. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know third. who it was, but um, yeah. So also the Broncos' current new punter went to Syracuse. Wow. So that. Okay. Yeah. It's a punter school. It, Carmelo Anthony went to Syracuse. No. He's a punter, <laughs> for sure. Oh, no, he's the president of the Black Lives Matter or something now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. He's, he, all, like, he's everywhere. Ma- Michael, about Jordan. Michael Jordan kind of stepped on his game a little bit. And he, got, and he got pissed off because he was like, yeah, it's about time he spoke up. I was like, shut up, dude. You're just trying to sell <laughs> shoes. How much you want to bet there's going to be there's going to be some shoe release coming at the end of this of like we need to we need to uh, you know address this problem. Five dollars from every hundred and sixty five dollar pair of Air Mees go to Air Mees. The, the Black Lives Matter. Well, it's I, I just I don't believe anything he says. So, um, you know, I thought, hey, Michael Jordan's got a little more cachet. There, there could than, be really no one more disingenuous. 
than, than Carmelo Anthony. No, and that's the thing. I don't believe it. I think like here's a here's a black man getting up and speaking about this very serious issue, and I don't buy it. Anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, man, that guy's that guy's serious. He wants this to change. Not him. I have n- I have no doubt that he's got some uh, some other motive to like maybe have like his wife star in a show where she's going around. If if you were his Jewish agent, wouldn't you be like, cop Mello, listen, the Black Lives Matter thing, we got to get on. It's this. hot. It's hot right now. Come on, we got to do it. So, uh, um, like, yeah, because come it, on, baby. I'll th- I'll think of a show title for his wife later, but I could see like them coming out with something that she's going to star in. So, um, but yeah, speaking of speaking of basketball, uh, what do you guys think of the Rockies? Are, 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 are you in? Are you in? Dude, I am so mad at them because here's what happened. Why I, are you mad? They're, they're, I, this no, is, this I, has this been a great season. It's, been a, it's not been a great this season. Just five games under 500 season. is a great season no, for hold the on. Colorado no, Rockies. Hold on. I'm not saying their performance on the field or their, their record has been great. I'm just saying there's been a lot of good storylines. There's a lot of good things coming out of this season. Okay, from that perspective, it has. It has been a, in that from that perspective a good season, but um, there was one homestand two weeks ago where they just got they got thumped by shitty teams. Was it the Rays? Probably the Rays, yeah. The Padres, I think, were involved yeah. in that right before the All Star break. I just that's uh, when I that's when I went, yeah. Right. Okay. Enough's enough. Look, it's still it's it's just mismanaged, like so totally. many things and so many seasons for the Rockies. It's not even a talent issue right now because they, they have enough starting pitching, they have enough arms in the bullpen right now, and then obviously the the players that are playing every single day, they have all-stars left and right. So what does that lead you to? It's it's bumbling Walt Weiss and his inability to manage a bullpen and inability just to manage a baseball game. You know, if they Walt, had anybody worth a damn, they would be 10 games better than they are right absolutely. now. I absolutely believe yeah, yeah, that. Absolutely. And that, then guess what? If you're 10 games better right now on July 27th or whatever this is, you're in the wild you're card. listening to this, you're in the wild card and you're not trading Carlos Gonzalez in two days. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And and there's various things. And, and more people that are a little more baseball savvy than me will, will point things out. But, like, they played a game a couple nights ago, maybe about a week ago, and Walt did something like pulled somebody out, and everyone was like, "What? What?" what? And of course, it all fell apart. And he did. Oh, and then, that was John Gray. And then the next night, then the next night or two nights later, he he then left somebody in too long because then he's like overmanaging, going, "Well, I did this last night, and everyone freaked out." So you're right. It's 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 a total management thing, and I and I don't know. They're not paying him anything, and which is probably great. They probably like that. But, like, what what does it hurt to go out and get somebody that could do a, a good job? Well, and the problem is halfway through the year, there, there's really nothing you could do. What, what's, what's your alter? Tom Runnels, he's going to be the same exact clone of Walt Weiss of the yes man. Sure. If you make the move in the middle I'm of the season. I'm not saying now. I'm just so saying they had the to either do it. And I, I think that it actually may work out to their benefit with what Bright is just trying to build is, hey, look, we were X amount of games better than they were the year before. Then look at all these Tyler Anderson, John Gray, the guys in the back end of the bullpen – wild thing whoever else and then not even bringing up trevor story or david Dahl, sure. whatever he ends up being for the next 60 games but now you could go in the offseason like look look at this core that we've built here we need you to take us to the next level who's and managing then the isotopes he's better than <laughs> Walt Cole, Weiss. i think yeah there, there's got to be somebody and there's got to be somebody around either from a minor league system or somebody that has done it for years and and is out of a job um the Padres would like fire somebody, you know, they, they'd give them like two years and the guy would be out because they'd just be like, this isn't working. Come on, try something new. And maybe that's a little quick for the, uh, for the, you know, the hook. But uh, Walt's been the manager for what, six seasons now? No, it hasn't been that long. Not, it seems like that it long. It seems like it's been that yeah. long. I think but this is third or fourth year. Oh, God, it has to be at least the fourth. But he, he's been it so long, and I, and I think it was just a cost-saving thing. I think they just were like, 
We know we're not going to be good, so we might as well not shell out for a manager. Um, what do we think of Breitich? I, I think he's done a pretty good job. I mean, obviously, they, you know, I think a lot of this stuff – I remember last year it was kind of like, well, we'll see how he is next year, and that will kind of tell us. It seems to be working out, but I don't know if any of these – now, he was around, but, like, Dahl and Story probably weren't his – they probably weren't his selections, or he was not – he wasn't. That was probably – what's his name? Um, he was probably involved in the organization, in but it, yeah. it was probably Dan O'Dowd's ship. I mean, he, well, he is no, a disciple of Dan O'Dowd. So. Well, and he was the, f- we he all was, are, he was we the all farm are. manager. Right. So he, he as far as the development of those players, he knew more than Dan O'Dowd. I mean, did. and a lot of these guys, they're coming up so quick now, which I think that you can give Breitich credit for. Trevor Story's, what, 23 years old? Yeah. Uh, David Dahl's first-round pick in t- 2012. I mean, so these are guys that are making the ranks really, really quickly. John Gray, obviously, made it through the minor leagues in light years time. Sure. So uh, Tyler Anderson, all those guys I think you can give Breitich credit for. And he's been pitching this 2017 promise for the last two seasons. So, I mean, th- that's that's the time to put up or shut up, basically, for Jeff Breitich. And it, he's, he's an interesting GM because I think that he just has enough of an ego to get in the way of his own self like because he's the guy that traded Tulowitzki just to trade yeah. Troy Tulowitzki. So it just kind of depends on how things pan out that way, which can either benefit you in some ways or just completely blow up in your face. I think overall, though, it seems to be – it definitely seems to be on the upswing because I was like – I was looking through like time hop tweets from two and three years ago, and it was just like, this sucks. This is, <laughs> this is the worst thing right. ever. And it was just awful, awful stuff. And now it's kind of like – yeah, they suck, but you know what? They got a lot but of good really, players. But, but look at look at the roster. Tell me where you would want to improve this roster as it stands right now. That there's really not a lot of wiggle room there. I, I mean, mean, obviously other you than could the say getting an ace, but even even the bullpen right now they have Jason Mott, Jake McGee, Boone Logan, who's pitching great, and Adam Ottavino just came off the DL. You have four eighth inning guys, pure cut eighth inning guys that could take the eighth inning and get you to your closer, and sure. then you have Carlos Estevez, who's 21 years old, if he's even that old, yeah. that was pitching in high A a year ago. Uh, they've actually solidified the back end of that bullpen. The problem is uh, Weiss is still you know, rolling out Scott Oberg in high-pressure <laughs> situations because he doesn't want to rush Adam Onovino too quickly into that, which is why you're paying the damn well, man to be here in the first place. Here's place. another thing maybe you can help me get some perspective on, and maybe I'm just an ignorant baseball fan and I don't get it. Why ding, ding, don't ding. our pitchers go as far in games as the opposing pitchers? It just seems it's, to me it's like... It's a matter of club how it, it, It's what the way the Rockies are operating. They, they still have a, a semi-hard pitch count lock on yeah. all of their guys where they don't want them to throw more than 100 pitches because they want them to be able to pitch throughout the entire season. It's, it's the, just the fear of Ubaldo Jimenez. This is the reason why this has happened to the Rockies because they, I mean, Dan O'Dowd would let him or, or whoever, Jim Tracy was the manager at the time, but uh, the ideal behind him was they were, as he was so hot, they were going to let him throw 140 pitches and it just didn't matter because of how great he was. There's a big reason why his velocity went from 99 miles an hour to 93 miles an hour with no movement on his fastball anymore because the Rockies worked him to death and they're terrified of doing that to these high prospects now. Yeah, you're right. And and, 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 and almost too much terror. Like, it's... it's there are times when John Gray comes out I'm, where I'm like, are you fucking like kidding? Like 81 pitches. They're, they're, because uh, and they're, I'm afraid, like, they're afraid he's going to go out in the next setting and throw 35, and then they're going to have to use that bullpen but, arm but anyway. So, so they're going to so circumvent that and put in Scott Oberg to blow up the game So what, But what they're, what they're saying, in effect, is that we, we're not even going to try. We're just going to bag it because we would get these acc- we're going to get these guys acclimated, and we're going to give it a shot next year. So they're, they're essentially, by doing that, they're saying – 
we don't care if we win. We're just we're just gonna we're just gonna keep these guys fresh because we need them for the long haul in the next two three years. So in effect, they're saying, yeah, we don't we're not we know we're not gonna win anything. So let's not let's not kill these guys. Let's not have them blow their arms out so we can have them for later. I'm fine with that. It's kind of like with the Avalanche. They're like. We're not going to do anything because we know, and they're not going to admit this, but they know they're not going to they're not going to win anything until they can assemble the right pieces. So but they're other just going teams. <laughs> other teams are doing this the same way. It's the same thing the Nationals did five years ago with Steven Strasburg, and, and they were in contention, and this even still happened. But you put an innings limit on your pitchers instead, and s- still just let them get quality starts. Steven Strasburg gave them great starts all the way through August, then they shut him down. They stuck to yeah. it. They shut him down, and he's still an ace in Major League Baseball. Started the All Star game. Or I mean, was in the mix. Well, this is also the Rockies we're talking about, right? So, but I, so I there's do other ways to do that, and I don't know why it, it just confuses me that it, it's every single guy they, they treat every single person with the same philosophy. Sure, and they don't need w- to. It's Jorge De La Rosa who's been pitching at Coors Field a, for the for the last decade, who's still getting pulled at 83 pitches. Yeah, just the same as John Gray is. Would you in think his, if they're going to ride somebody to the ground, Jorge, they'd be like, "Go ahead, right? Eat, eat <laughs> up innings." I mean, yeah. that was the whole idea with like the Jeremy Guthries of the world that they wanted to bring in so they could eat up innings, and they don't let anybody do that now. I think Chad Bettis is a perfect innings eater type of pitcher Sure, for this ball club. Uh, it's, it, they're still interesting. They're, they're still, it's, a good, uh, it's a good thing to follow. I hope they stay a little more if interesting. If they run a lot 14 in a row, by golly, I'll watch every uh, Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> but um, but, but yeah. when, when, when will you jump on that bandwagon? Will you jump on game nine? I, I, you, I, 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 don't, I can't possibly be on a bandwagon because I've been on this bandwagon since 1991. Right, <laughs> uh, let's take a break. We'll get into the second half. And, um, Tonight oh, I'm going to have myself a real good time. I feel alive, alive in the world. I'll turn it inside. Oh, yeah. And floating around in ecstasy. John, no, what? nobody, what? nobody Sorry. knows. This. I, don't oh. know. I don't know this one. Don't stop me now. I don't know that don't one. Don't stop me because I'm having a good time, having a good now time. I'm a shooting it. star leaping through the sky like a tiger, defying the laws of gravity. I'm a racing car passing by like Lady Godiva. I'm going to go, go, go. There's no stopping me. I could just go on forever if you want. Okay. Or well, we could just th- fade it out. Well, let's take a quick break. All right. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Sportique is where scooters come from, and now Sportique has the new Gen Z 2.0 electric scooter. And I've been riding one myself, folks, and let me tell you, this machine is freaking sweet. 30-mile-an-hour top speed, 30-mile range on a three-hour charge, and it's made in the USA. Nothing's made here. This machine is made right there in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and it is high quality. It is super fun. It is super easy to use, and I would encourage you to come into Sportique Scooters at 160 South Broadway and take a test ride on the new Gen Z 2.0 Sportique, where scooters come from.
that in. Okay, here. we're live on Periscope. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Periscope Periscope. still a thing since I, they since they did Facebook Live I, and all those things. I, you know what? I, Hi, Periscope. I have no idea. So I'm just every time we're doing, I have the app and I just hit hit. Uh, I'm going to Instagram you Periscoping. Okay. Let me put so. my hat on. Should I, I Snapchat you guys? Instagram yeah, Snapchat and Periscoping. Insta- Snapchat me Instagramming John Periscoping. Okay. Okay. Um, well, hey, sports! Welcome sports! back, sports! Yeah! Sports, Denver sports. Uh, we, we really, we really want Scott to. Um, we really want Scott to come back. So um, yeah, the sound engineering, I gotta say, um, not is uh, not what we're used to. No, it's not. It's not very good. But I think it sounds good. I listened to it a little bit. We got no problems, so we won't have the same problems last time Adam was on. Uh, we got Adam Adam Kenny sitting right here, and hey, gang. Uh, we're talking some. Uh, we're talking some good Denver sports and uh, different things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, the, uh, you know, we talked about Broncos training camp and I was wondering about this and I, I might, I might write something about that. Actually, since I'm going to discuss this, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this because, um, oh, there we go. Goodbye, Periscope. See you guys. Oh. Um, I was, I was wondering about Broncos training camp and I thought, why do people go to that? It's like, so, it's so fucking horrible, dude. Horrible. I've done it. It's hot. It's terrible. It's hot. There's like now. I understand that now the facilities are better and maybe refreshments are more readily available. But I, last time I went, it was like four years ago, and I took my son out there, and he was looking at me like, "What the fuck are we doing yeah, what here? What is this?" Now, if you're if you're in the media, I got to meet the great Tom Jackson. Or uh, uh, not Tom Jackson. I did get. I, I got to meet some Broncos that, alums. That's the, that's the only reason. Now, if you're in the media, you could probably walk back and forth, go get undercover, get a drink of water, do your thing. But if you're not, well, kind of, they stick you in the corners if you're in the media. I, I've I've been in every single spot of that facility from the Cutler era of sitting on sure. the hill as a fan to when I crossed over to the other side in sports media. And, and when you're in the media, you're in the sun for the most part, and then you're you're in a couple of corners that they allow you. But you to could be you into. could physically walk over and get under like a, a thing for five minutes and get some shade. If you're yeah, a fan, you, you got to sit there on that well, damn I'll tell hill. You, everybody talks about what an improvement that they made to the facility, yeah. and, and it is an improvement for parking a okay and for. I guess just the the fan experience because they can allow more people in because the they they bigger. set they set records last year I think it was like ten thousand people a day <laughs> That's were going amazing. to Broncos training camp I'm interested to see the numbers this year because it was a good reason for fans to be able to have an opportunity to go see a guy like Peyton Manning practice sure. and watching Peyton Manning practice is something that's unparalleled in sports anywhere else because he practices like he plays he's so yeah. maniacal in everything that he does and so purposeful in everything he does so i mean that that's really an experience in itself to go do you're not going to see that with mark sanchez trevor simeon and paxton lynch this sure. year so i'm interested to see what the attendance drop-off does i mean there were so many people that would travel from knoxville there's that would there's travel gonna be from no drop off indianapolis yeah to come see just peyton manning just like the tebow crazies did sure. driving from gainesville to come up to broncos training camp they don't really have that star power anymore but um, they, but they, but they did. But I will Super tell Bowl. you, since they've redone this hill that everybody raves about being yeah. so great, you're in the sun the entire time. Yes. Compared to before, they used to have these these tree lines yep. in the back end of Dove Valley. If you look at old yeah, stock there's photos, a fen- there's a fence behind. There was it a too, fence yeah. behind it too, so you you could sit up. The the place to be if you were a fan was to sit at about the forty yard line. And I don't know which direction they have the fields going this year, but before it was uh, northwest or, okay. or north south. Excuse me. 
And so the place to be was at the 40-yard line and try and be up on the tree line because you'd be in shade the whole time, and yeah. it would be great. And now it's just a hill that all the players piss on <laughs> during the regular season that the fans <laughs> have to go and sit and, and wonder why it's discolored there. Yeah, they're, they're sit, sitting in Von Miller's piss, which wouldn't be the first time. But <laughs> no, no, so, certainly not. And that's, and that's what I – I like, mean, who hasn't done that, really? True, uh, absolutely. But I, and I get that. Like, you know, oh, I got to watch Peyton Manning – you know, 30 feet away or whatever. That's pretty cool. I get that. Uh, they can maybe get an autograph. But, like, to go there super early and stand in line, go sit on that damn hill and be baked in the sun just to watch guys practice, no thanks. Now, I've gone. I went, I went, I've gone to Dove Valley years ago when, it, you know, when they first started going there. I went to the last year of Greeley. There was, like, nobody there. I, I, there was, like, nobody there. It was crazy. Um, it's, I guess it's the experience you want to do when you're a fan. But once or twice, like people go every year and they're just like and go every out day, there. right? Crazy man, that's crazy. I don't, I, mean, I don't there, get the there allure. will be people. I mean, tomorrow's the kickoff training camp, so today, if you're listening to this, likely um, there will be people there at six a.m. tomorrow Absolutely. morning waiting to get into yep. Dove Valley. The guy that guy that works for me, sorry, is, the UC Health Training Center. Uh, right that's bad. right. My the guy bad. that works for me is like, oh yeah, I'm going. He goes, he goes every year. And he's going to get there Saturday morning and fucking camp out and get ready to go and watch people practice for three hours. Now speaking of UC Health Training Center, what are they going to call the stadium? Have you guys heard the number one bidder so far? has been Native Roots, which is a local dispensary. <laughs> they bid $6 million wow. for the naming rights. And normally, They'll never give it. They'll never I, I've been that. reading a lot about the subject. Normally, a naming rights agreement lasts for a period of typically 12 to 20 years. And this is the second time that they're going through this little song. But, well, right now, the bankruptcy courts need to sell sports authorities' naming rights in order to appease sports authorities' creditors. Therefore, the current lease that is available for sale only continues another three years. So it's very likely, possible if not likely, that we'll have one name for the next three years and then the name will change yet again. And the, is right now, the, higher, the high bidder, from what I understand, is Native Roots Dispensary. And this is no joke. Um, and if, I, of course, naturally, the NFL is not going to allow Roger Goodell will never the Denver Broncos to they, name they the will, team. They will the let stadium. they will let ISIS put their name on that stadium before they let a dispensary. Donald Trump, they, Trump w- Stadium at Mile High, way, way before a dispensary. They'll let anything. Um, Hillary Clinton's, um, you know, uh, snatch ta- tampons. Yeah, <laughs> it, whatever. Okay, we'll, we'll get on that stadium. Well, okay, look at it this way though. This is what I want to understand. If the price point right now, high bidder, is $6 million a year. Why would the Broncos not buy those naming rights themselves and call it Pat Bowling that's Field a, at Mile a, that's High? That's a drop in the bucket. $6 it's a drop in the bucket. It's a, it, it's a backup kicker. Yeah. And, and I guarantee you they could probably even spend less and they'd say, look, you know, you could get a you could get a weed shop to sponsor the stadium, or you could have us call it Pat Bowling Stadium, and you know we'll kick you we'll kick you three three four million dollars for it, and they'd be like, okay, Broncos, yeah, let's do it, and then they, they, everyone everyone. Well, I don't happy. know. It gets pretty hairy when it, you're talking about the bankruptcy thing, because how much money does Sports Authority owe that it's creditors? Lots. They're going to want to get Lots. since they own the rights, they want to get as so much they, as they, they can. Need to get as much. They'll money. probably if, try and go to the highest bidder possible, and then maybe the Broncos, what if that is may, the Broncos? Well, maybe well, I, my my thought is maybe it's native roots the nfl doesn't allow that then the broncos buy out native roots and then make a, a couple million on top of that too it's it, it's an interesting situation and uh 
it's it's fascinating because we're headed into the NFL season where the Broncos will be broadcast on TV. Absolutely. And for the moment, it looks like the announcers are going to say Sports Authority Field at Mile High, even though that company doesn't exist, which it's, we, but we all, saw happen with Invesco, too. All the signage has been taken down, though, so they, they won't call it that. They took the signage off recently, I think. So Then you've got to call it Mile High Stadium. It, by default, yes, they should, so... Um, it's really interesting stuff. Well, it's just one more. Von Miller can afford it. Von he Miller could. Stadium at Mile High. That'd be awesome. Just his face on there. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> just his face. Snapchat. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, did either of you a guys rotating Snapchat video? Just, right. just going. Did either of you guys see him in the ESPN The Body Issue? No. I, was he? Was he? Was he delicious? He is fantastic. Was he delicious? No, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk like from the perspective of a gay man, we can let Joe Apple, Joey Applebutter do that. <laughs> but no, as the, from no. the perspective of a Broncos fan, he is tuned in. The man is in unfucking He's, believable hey, shape. If 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 all of the um, the people on Twitter repeating um, what everyone said eight, seven or eight times today uh, are correct, he said he's been keeping in really good shape. So I think I, I, I buy it. Yeah, he looks he looks like a million dollars. <laughs> and uh, on the topic of Von Miller, the one, one thing I really wanted to get out there and talk about amongst friends is I feel like John Elway's been getting fucking ripped off right and left, and I don't think anyone's talking about it. And when I've made any comments about it on Twitter, I get attacked with both barrels like I'm some sort of <laughs> like I'm some sort of heretic. You're like, I mean, you know, Hitler had some pretty good ideas. Trump. Not, that's Trump 2016. That's basically what it's like. I might as well have tweeted that when I talk about make the Broncos okay, great again. Yep. We, we've got we've got the 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 Anderson situation where, you know, the wrong franchise tag was used. Nah, wait, wait for CJ. Yeah. Now Cecil broke this down because he said when people were freaking out and he broke it down and actually what it was a it's a really good deal because they only got to pay him for the first two years yes, of the exactly. deal and then it, they get out of it and, after that it, when Booker takes over as the starting exactly back it of the seemed like a lot and they're like oh we got forced in a corner but actually they let him set set his value and then they they took that and it's actually a pretty good deal so the CJ thing. Don't even worry about that. That's okay. fine. The, the problem okay, is you, fair your enough. two highest paid players on your roster against your salary cap are going to be a defensive, or excuse me, a linebacker, a pass rushing linebacker, and a wide receiver. And you don't have anybody playing quarterback for and you. You're, and and you I'm not that? saying playing quarterback because the, a lot of there's a lot of people that misconstrue information with how quarterbacks are paid because no team that has won the Super Bowl over the last 15 years has had a quarterback make more than 20% of the team's salary cap, more than $14 million. Every sure. single Super Bowl champion has made $14 million or less at the quarterback position over the last 15 years. So that's not the way to do it either, but you're hamstringing your future by paying two guys collectively – $37 million of your salary cap space between Von Miller True. and Demarius Thomas. True. But here's the Which, wait, 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 What are they wait, wait. actually worth on paper? I, I'm going to join you, Colin, here. People could rip me to no, shreds, no, no, too. I, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But as far as the quarterback goes, they, they had to go cheap on quarterback because they didn't. They were going to have to overpay for, for Brock, and they didn't, thank God. But getting back to negotiations with the players well, they have yeah, signed. But, but, I'm try, but I'm trying to break it down and, and say you're overreacting to some of it because they, they – they didn't overspend they, on Brock. Okay, first of all, they could have signed Brock a year ago. True. A year before sure. he left. They could have put a three-year deal on the table, and he would have probably taken... You don't know that for he sure. He probably would have taken seven or eight million. I don't know that for sure, but I've not seen any evidence to say otherwise. So they were late to the party with that one, and it cost them. 
this is the guy who was meant to be the heir apparent to Manning, and unless they saw something about him that they absolutely hated, that, I don't understand Adam, why he's gone. You watched him the last since he's been here. Mm-hmm. What what did you think? Do you think that he's do you nobody? Think he's nobody decent? no nobody knew what Brock Osweiler was going to be until he actually got legit playing time when Peyton Manning went down this year. Even in training camp last year, yeah, there were the flashes of him throwing bombs to Bubba Caldwell, but nobody thought he could play worth a damn. So I mean, yes, Colin, you're right. Maybe in preseason of last year they should have went to Brock and been like hey this guy could probably play pretty well in Gary Kubiak's offense let's go and offer him you know six seven million dollars a year for the next two seasons he's going to get another contract when he's 28 years old and then it'll be fine and dandy for everyone but nobody knew that Brock Osweiler was going to turn himself into a 17 million dollar a year but you drafted him to be that so they fucked up they fucked up and nobody will fucking accept that the they fucked up. The Broncos can fuck up. <laughs> but, but but everybody fucks up. The whole thing is is, okay, is you're you're, look, they, you're looking at all these these negatives, and I think the positives have outweighed the negatives because the Patriots have their have their negatives too. All all good teams are going to have their negative things that they're going that they're not going to quite hit on. I think that you're you're looking at the negatives and 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 thinking they're they're outweighing the positives. Somebody has to. I, no, right, I don't fine. think they outweigh the positives. I don't want you to be a blind. I don't, I don't want you to be a blind Elway I, I follower. I don't think I don't think they outweigh the positives. And I am a huge Elway fan. I mean, fucking love the guy. When I found out he was going to be at the top of the team, I I lost my shit. I was like, Are you fucking? That is perfect, and it remains perfect. And I'm glad he's there. I'm just saying, as fans. We can't deny it when we see shit go fucked up. And Von Miller's agent just said this week to some new some media outlet that Did the he way say, I'm rich, bitch. He said the way John Elway goes about these negotiations is differently than anybody else in the NFL, and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. But I do know that in the end, they paid Von Miller more than it would have cost if they had just signed him in the first place. Yeah, that's the chance you take, and and I and I never understand Meaning what though. Call it, like w- at what time, time wise? What are you talking with Vaughn? Signed him in the first place, middle of last season. Okay, and and that's all well and good, but they they sometimes don't do that. They just say we're not. Doing and Vaughn this. Vaughn probably didn't want to do that. No, he probably in the middle last season. Probably I mean, that, like, that's the other thing you got to think about. He says, "Oh no, I like, playoffs I'm gonna the are Super coming Bowl, up. I'm going to be the uh, Super exactly. Bowl MVP, yeah. bitch." So, and and his sacks were down during the regular season. What do you have? Eleven sacks last year. My sacks down right now. <laughs> it's cold. My, so hot in my here. Sack, I mean, if, my if, sack if you're going to make an argument leg. on that, you should have signed Von Miller two years ago yeah. when he's coming off of a marijuana suspension. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. It was Molly. It wasn't marijuana. See, that's you. You're not inside anymore. I'm sorry. You can talk honestly now. It was MDMA. It was not marijuana. <laughs> Although when you're on MDA, you want to smoke MDMA. You want to smoke marijuana. Uh, yeah. So I mean, so I hear. I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, hey, let's take a quick break, and then we. This is good Bronco talk. We can get back into it because uh, there's always there's always fascinating things. There's been a lot that's happened, and we just haven't been able to cover it uh, just because you know we've been in hibernation. But uh, we're getting out of hibernation. Oh, we don't gonna let Adam sing. Hey Porter, hey Porter, would you tell me time? And we'll get in the fourth quarter. How much right longer now. will it be? Do we cross that Mason-Dixon line? At daylight, would you tell that engineer to slow it down? Or better still, just stop the train, cause I wanna look around. Hey Porter, hey Porter, what time did you say? How much longer will it be till I can see the light of day? When we hit Dixie, will you tell that engineer to ring his bell and ask everybody that ain't asleep to stand right up and yell? (laughs) 
you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I let you love what I thought it was funny. You came along and you fooled me, honey. I've changed my Great balls of fire is right. I, I was I was just scrolling through songs. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that really, one. It's it's balls of fire, but it also feels like um, like peanut butter heated up in an oven and like and thrown into your pants, stuck uh-huh. to your leg. You know. Are you are you are you guys gold bond men? Uh, no, 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 you, no, no. I don't, I I don't d- gold bond. I I do I do because I walk on any given day. I walk just tens of miles, yeah. and uh, in the hot, 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 miserable hotness. And uh, I've learned. So f- to all you gentlemen out there, in fact, you'll notice at the last break, no commercial. <laughs> so uh, maybe the good folks at Gold Bond would like to come on board because I'm a believer, just like I'm a believer in Mangrade, but Mangrade stopped sending me money. Oh, they so, did? Okay. Yeah, so fuck Mangrade. Well, hey, Mangrade's still a good product. Oh, it's a great it's, product. It's awesome. Fantastic. Well, you know, you, here's, here's what you can do for Gold Bond. So what I used to say is people, I knew, I knew people used to use Gold Bond, and what I'd say is they, they would describe how they would use it. you cup I, your balls And I it. would call it up. You yeah. do it like a puff on your on your balls. Yeah, like and your thighs. When the, you when you tank. start to get a few pounds overweight, yeah. walking a lot in the hot sun causes a chafing effect. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't and, shave. And uh, so on the thighs. No, you're in far better shape than I am. <laughs> well, yeah, I got I got I got a little less down there going on, but um, I could see like this is the part of the summer, like right now. Like I, I need I need to like have you go take like a t shirt cannon packed full of gold bond and I'm gonna bend over your counter and I want you to shoot it at my ass. Just yes. boom. And just, just hit me right in the right in the balls. Right in the back. We actually have a neat trick here because we have an air compressor in the oh. shop and there's a little a little a little sprayer valve that you put on the air compressor tube, yeah. and uh, I like to put that up each short leg ah. and just kind of dry the old ball sack off, and then once down each shoe. Oh, okay. and that is one of the more pleasurable I feelings like in the world. Yeah, my feet are like hot and like oh, swollen. Yeah. It's just kind of like it's like, and I used to get like that. Now I'm getting like that. Maybe I need gold bonded up. So um, you're at that age. Yeah, it's it's like it's like I'm sitting in like a, a soggy diaper right now. It's you know, really just miserable. gold bond, gold bond users tweet me <laughs> at South Sands 303. <laughs> Let me know if you too are a bonder. Give us your best bond story. If you are you a bonder, give are us you? your best bond story. It's good stuff. Um, so, you know, we, Colin, I don't know if you got closure on on your Broncos thing, how how John always failed you. But uh, no, um, I, feel, I, I feel it. <laughs> I feel you guys. No, I I, I think I think that um, I, I think you're right in some some regards and I think that uh, I think he learns every time. I think he's gotten better and better. Uh, Adam, you might have a, a, an opinion on that. Um, I, you know, it's it's trial and error, man. These guys these guys are operating at a pretty high level. It's not like it's not like Dan O'Dowd. We're we're dealing with the NFL, and these guys are are you know they're trying to they're trying to keep this team top notch as it always is. And you know what? Some shit's not going to go down. Well, everybody wanted to shit on Elway so much for the first couple of years just because of his draft classes. But now that you can look back, and you, that really proves you can't judge a draft class until two or three years removed from it sure. because he's hit on so many guys, so many guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and so many mid-round gems that he's gotten from that. And then obviously the work that he's done in free agency has been unparalleled. And that's, that's really what you need to be looking at when, if you're going to judge John Elway going forward is what he's able to do in free agency without Peyton Manning and without worrying about Von Miller's cap space at the helm. Although, you know, now he's kind of setting himself up where he's not going to have any cap space to play around with. So 
you're not even going to be able to judge him with free agency. And and that's what I was wondering too. Is everyone's either they were either relieved? He'll almost get a pass. Yeah, yeah. From and, here on out. And I and I people were like either relieved about Vaughn or they were like, oh, I don't know about this. I just don't know the long term effects. If Alleg- he gets suspended, it'll suck really it, bad. So he won't. <laughs> he won't. But I think I think he's he's he knows he knows that he he's got a taste after becoming Super Bowl MVP, and he's like, this is awesome. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep in the public eye. So you know he's gonna keep playing well. Um, I mean, I assume he is. It it's just I don't, I want to know if down the road if it's gonna impact them negatively. That's a hard thing to answer. Just be, I, I think he's going to be hamstrung by the salary cap. So but, but, I, I think in that way, that that's the only thing that I can really say and paint a picture right now where that's going to impact them negatively because the on-field aspects of it, it seemingly will be okay unless his production completely drops off in, in this sure. the, the, the three years that they fully guaranteed now. But but we were coming back to the quarterback thing and talking about how they don't they haven't spent much on a quarterback, but actually that is where they're going to save money because they're like, hey, Mark Sanchez, do you want to play? He's like, yeah, I'll I'll pay you to play, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> right. And so and then and so Paxton Lynch isn't going to get a big deal for what four years or he's not going to get anything for for a uh, while. Be, well, yeah. you guys realize Nick Foles is probably headed this way. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems inevitable to me. Okay, fine. What are they going to pay Nick Foles? A hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> you know, know, nothing. I mean, they're going to be like, hey, buddy, do you want to play Nick on a Foles, team? Scratch Nick, off, scratch off tickets. Nick Foles is going to get eight to twelve million dollars from some other NFL team that has the cap space to do that and yeah. has a more dire situation at quarterback absolutely. than the Denver Broncos do. So, so you don't think he's coming here? Absolutely not. No, I think that they are fully prepared to move on with Sanchez, Simeon, and Paxton Lynch. Yes. And, and really, honestly, all three of them might play this year at, in and, some capacity. And, and if you think about it, it's great because what they do is they say, hey, guys, look, it, we're not going to pay you much to play, play quarterback because we've already paid enough for the defense, and they're going to they're gonna carry everybody's water like they did last year. So you guys just do what you got to do, and uh, you know if you do well, cool, maybe we'll pay you some more money. It's a great situation because they didn't have to shell out for quarterback. They shelled out other places. That's where I think they're going to save because down the line when they do have to shell out for someone like a quarterback or anyone else, hopefully that's been alleviated a little bit. I, I'm not a I'm not a cap expert like some of you guys, but I, I think that's how it works out. So I, I think it's not a it's not a um, it's not a it's not a, a total uh, doomsday scenario. A couple of there are a couple of things I, w- I want to bring up before the show is over, but. Why don't we get Tweep of the Week out of the way sure. first, and uh, then there are a couple topics I want to dig into, and then we're going to be uh, we're going to be on the road, on the road again. All right. Well, this has been and listen, I just want to say, you know, we, we haven't recorded in a while, and and I know everyone's probably aware of that, but uh, it's nice to get back in the saddle, get things going. Um, it's kind of like a, what riding a bike or 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 like Russell Wilson humping again. Yet you're a little rusty. You feel a little you get a little sore <laughs> at first, and you're like, eh, yeah, that's not it's not comfortable. It's, yeah, but it's all, like, awkward. It's awkward. But then you're like, yeah, this feels good. This yeah. is cool. I'm getting now. I'm let's getting try into that again. It. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So that's kind of how it is. So uh, you got a tweet of the week? Yeah. Oh, this that's my cue. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> The tweet of the week this week is at Nihilist Arby's, at Nihilist underscore Arby's, and this is a good, this is a good one. This is a good account. You should go follow it right away. And these are some of its recent tweets. Awaken, arise, chug gin, defecate yesterday's Arby, toil, eat Arby's, more gin, masturbate in solitude, sleep, repeat, die. 
be forgotten. Election prediction. Some shithead will seize power and shepherd us into the sweet eternal void of godless death. Nothing matters. Enjoy your Arby's. They burned his village, slew his parents, and he eats dirt to quell his unbearable hunger. You're full, but finish those fries. Eat Arby's. Fuck it. Now we're offering abortions as our number 12 meal deal. Get them while they're hot or whatever. Enjoy Arby's. You're eating for one. (laughs) This Father's Day, run out for a quick beef and cheddar and never come back. Enjoy Arby's. That awkward feeling when you're a useless speck of decaying matter sitting at Arby's high on glue, just crying amongst the hobos. Eat more Arby's. Statistically, no one loves you. No one has ever heard of you. Enjoy Arby's, you irrelevant turd. I'm guessing Arby's doesn't like hasn't, hasn't embraced this. This is not <laughs> yeah. not endorsed by Arby's. And then you go, hey, this is really good. Let's use this for some of our ads. <laughs> for some of our ads. If you think today sucks, consider this. Soon you'll be older, closer to death, and longing to relive this horrible, horrible, shitty day. Enjoy Arby's. Welcome to Arby's. You've already experienced the eternal nothingness of death before you were born, and soon you'll die again. How may I help you? <laughs> Got some time on your hands? Why not come on down to Arby's? Wait, not time. That's blood and semen. Get in here anyway. We don't give a shit. Enjoy Arby's. People asking why would God kill innocent babies are missing the point. There is no God. Babies are weak and everything dies. Enjoy your Arby's. (laughs) Your mother is so ashamed of you, but Arby's couldn't give a shit. Enjoy your Arby's. So if you're into that kind of thing, that kind of tweeting, and I am. That's kind of what runs through my head on a daily basis. Follow at nihilist underscore Arby's on the Twitter machine. Maybe I will. Uh, You know I only follow 666 people, so I have to make room. So So somebody's got to go. Someone's got to go. Sorry, Chrissy Bex. Sorry, Chrissy Bex. You're out of there. (laughs) You're you're now your your tweets about motherhood are not useful to me. Okay. Oh my God! Have you ever seen a greater falling off <laughs> of a social media hero? Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. wasn't even one of my topics, but I got to rant about this now. I used to love following that woman. It was all about how nice Tulo's ass looked tonight and uh, how many football players she was gonna bang, whatever. And now. It's all pictures of her baby and her lovely husband and their beautiful home and their extensive family in her beautiful kitchen and her excellent meals that she prepares and and, uh, I tell you though her volunteer work. I'm sick of this bullshit. Those GoPro videos of her baby are wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I I loved the. The POV cam yeah, for a yeah, baby. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's yeah, good baby's stuff. just fine. But that's not the kind of BOV, POV cam I'm expecting. <laughs> you like a little a different Chrissy POV. Yeah, I know. I understand. So. Uh, you know, hey, listen, Colin, think, things evolve. People change. We've evolved over the years, you know, with doing the show. I'm trying not to. They, I, I know you're not. I know you're fighting it with all, all your might. <laughs> but am. you get enough but, Colin candy, and you just got to hit the evolve button. There you go. Right. There you so, go. Um, um, I'm bummed out that Cecil's show is gone. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. I'm really fucking happy that uh, Sandy Clough is finally back on the radio. Sure. And um, Michael Roberts posted an article about that, and he was kind enough to credit BSN Denver, but not me. No, no, he's not. Gonna, well, the story it linked to your thing with your name on it. So, yeah, but, I um, suppose. But uh, uh, well, hey, that's more than most people would do because most people, like um, you know, like uh, Mike Kliss or somebody, would have just taken it 
and just said, hey, this is my story now. And then you went, hey, what, what, what about me? And they're like, I'm not linking your, your blog. Are you nuts? You, your mother's basement. <laughs> you fucking simpleton. Um, so that was very nice of him. Michael Roberts has always been very kind to you and, uh, you know, uh, linking stuff. And yeah, it did bum me out, though, to see him reference BSN Denver and not SouthStandsDenver.com. So that's something I've got to work on. But uh, but no, I, I, we, we were 24 hours ahead of that story. We had it before anybody else did that, in fact, uh, Sandy Clough was coming back. And I'm very glad that he's back 10 to noon on 104.3 The Fan. Um, day one, Monday, when he came back, I listened to his show and I just thought, man, he didn't fucking didn't break stride. No, Did yeah, not he skip was, a beat. He's very and, good. And uh, is absolutely the best goddamn sports talk radio host in town but i also want to say before we get out of here how blown away i am by altitude i just think that station is doing a fantastic job it's probably overall from from cover to cover the best station in town right now and uh i'm, I'm digging the morning show with uh tom helmer and scott hastings with lauren gardner the lovely lauren gardner lovely and uh, lovely scott hastings the, the lo- oh, oh just a dreamboat and then the afternoon show uh you got the, you got vic and kyle and then you've got of course nate Kreckman with uh with with tom Nealon. okay but there's everyone's got a big butt right yes especially on this side of the table <laughs> um I, I totally agree with all that. I think it's fantastic. Um, there is a there's a definite, obviously that you know they cover the Rapids, which nobody really does. So they're covering the Cronky teams because it's a Cronky owned station, obviously. Now, thankfully, I like all the Cronky teams, so I'm glad they're covering, giving them the the the, the coverage they deserve. Um, there was a day they were talking about um, they were talking about like the NBA, the disparity between the NBA and the you know the teams that make the playoffs versus like the NHL or like the MLB, and um, they were kind of rattling off like NHL teams, and they're like, well, you know, what about uh, you know what about the the Detroit Red Wings? And they're like, are they going to make the playoffs? Well, can they make the playoffs? Or no, can they can they uh, can they win the Stanley Cup this next year? And they were trying to figure out like the you know saying, oh, there's only four teams that are going to win the NBA title, but there's X amount of NHL teams that could win the Stanley Cup. So they were going through it and going, oh, what about the Red Wings? Ah, yeah, they could probably do it. What about the Flyers? Ah, maybe not. Whatever. What about the Avalanche? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. The Avalanche have no chance of winning a Stanley Cup next year. Okay? I don't know about the year after. They could maybe after that. This year, they have zero, 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 zero point zero 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 chance of winning the Stanley Cup. They will not win the Stanley Cup. So why did they say, "Oh yeah, yeah, they could maybe win the Stanley"? Yeah, they said it because it, it, they're 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 a, they're a cronky state. And if anybody's going to be affected by that, it's going to be Avs fans. But you, but you could say you could say, hey, you know, I don't. You, you can couch it a little better. But they said yes, they have a chance to win the Stanley. Do the Avs have a chance to win the Stanley Cup next year, Adam? Okay, maybe it's, it's not zero point zero. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about zero point zero because if if they get in the right situation, it, it, their, their division's a bitch, and we know that yeah, it's the hardest division in sports. But if something happens at the end, just kind of how they snuck in there and was first year, and in the NHL more than any sport, I think that it it's possible for you to go deep in a playoff one. It's what you saw with the Kings a couple years ago, where if Jonathan Quick, you get a Jonathan Quick, you get a hot goaltender. Some crazy things can happen. They're not it's, good enough yeah, on the blue I, line. I got yeah, exactly. They're not built for a long. They they might make the playoffs. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. They could have said, yeah, they might make the playoffs. They could make the playoffs. That's a possibility. Win the Stanley Cup, not a chance in hell. Because you watch that playoff hockey, 
Those are big boys playing, and those guys are not big boys yet. It's a different speed. It's too. a different speed, and they got you got to have a certain skill and you got a certain mindset, and those guys are not there yet. My point is, is that they 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 softballed that one a little bit. So I'm just concerned that you know maybe some of the some of the Cronky uh, owned products. There's some root sports trickling in. Yeah, might might saying. get a little bit of that. But now you got you got you got Vic Lombardi who's always going to shoot straight with you. All those guys are going to shoot straight. Scott Hastings. Is I wish more broadcast. I wish Root was more like Scott Hastings because he'll criticize the Nuggets that are playing bad. He'll say, "Yeah, yeah, that's terrible." I, I want I want my broadcasters. Obviously, they're going to be homers, but I want them to be a little more critical. And I think those guys will do that. I'm just saying, if I had one gripe, it would be that one thing. I and, and I totally I totally get that, and I think that's a fair criticism. But considering their relationship with the TV station and Crunky Sports, I think that they do probably as good a job as you can sure. in that situation. And one thing I really admire about that station as a sports talk radio connoisseur and listener is that they involve women. And absolutely uh, the, the most for a little tiny while there was a gal on one Oh four, three, the fan, the gal who came out here from green Bay. Um, why am I spacing her name? Adam, help me out. <laughs> yeah, Adam. <No. laughs> she came out here from Green Bay. She's been she's done some TV, um, and she was on the fan doing updates for a while. And I liked hearing that female voice, and I love hearing both Julie Brownman and Lori. In a supporting Lori, role, you don't want you know you want a supporting role. No, I wish yeah. they would be. I, no, I wish they would involve them to the extent of of naming them as part of the show. Like, why is it Helmer and Hastings when Lauren Gardner has? As much, and that's that's masochism. I mean, that's just the male culture. Yeah, that's and, you know, she's the giggle girl, or the, but that's not the case. If you listen to the way the show is structured and you listen to her input, it's far better. Than my that. my my sports interactions, like on Twitter or whatever, because that's how I interact with sports fans. I don't go out really, so I interact with people on Twitter. My Twitter interactions have plenty of women in the interactions. I talk sports with women, and and that's that's and a lot of them are good, and at a it. lot of them they have most. I mean, why would I wouldn't bother them if they didn't? You know what I mean? So. Right. They know what they're talking about. I interact with women, so that's why it appeals to me. Um, I guess I don't notice if it's all dudes because I'm a dude, and it's just I hear dude voices. But when there are women in the mix, it reminds me of my actual experience, which is I talk I talk with women about sports, and it's 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 totally natural for me. Some, and I some like dudes I aren't. like hearing female but voices. Some dudes don't like that, man. Some dudes really get get bent out of shape about it. They hear I women. Think like, I think that's a really weird. thing. It's a very got to be thing. good. That that's the only thing that I've said Absolutely. for years. You, you got to know what you're talking about. And so if you get the right people in in, in the right situation and are Michelle knowledgeable Tucker. and and ah. you can articulate with it, I think that there's absolutely a place for it. Sure. Unfortunately, dudes can get away with not knowing shit. Right. Because they're dudes and they just can be loud and they can just say whatever they want. And then people will go, you don't know shit. And it's like, fuck you. And that's that's the interaction. But a Wins woman. Super Bowls with the Ravens. In the yeah. Yeah. We've, we, and, I, and I've seen it here at the scooter shop. I've had I had a woman who worked with, for me for six years and she was very smart. And a guy would call and he would say, yeah, I'm looking for some parts for whatever. And, you know, OK, well, what are you looking for? Can I talk to a man? <laughs> no way. Like you would get that. <laughs> yeah. Can I talk to a man? That she heard that kind of shit all the time, yeah. and and she that's that's very prevalent in retail, especially in avenues that are Autom- automotive. I, mean, I, things, I ran yeah. a video game store for five years. Like it's the same shit. Yeah. 
Well, see, I, I have two older sisters, so to me that's foreign just to be able to like, uh, excuse me, can I talk to a man, please? I would never even occur to me to, you know, to think no, that. So. No, absolutely Un- unless, not. Um, unless I was, you know, talking about like male things, like, uh, you know, what's the best, um, uh, what do you call that thing that you put your, put your wiener into, the, the plastic? A thing. vagina. <laughs> oh, no, a fleshlight. <laughs> fleshlight, yeah. But, I mean, hey, maybe a woman knows about that. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, hey, to each, to each their own. I'm, I'm, I'm open to anybody telling me about fleshlights. You know what I mean? So well, they get their dildos. That's true. It's only fair. So, yeah, it is. Uh, one other topic. One other topic. Last topic. Because we still got to do topic. our other thing. So. Last topic of the night. Uh, the the gathering of the juggalos oh, yes. is coming to Colorado. So this dead horse that we've beaten for the last nine years or whatever it's been, um, we can continue to beat it. The uh, the the gathering, thanks to our legal weed, is coming to Colorado. This, I, you so. know what? Now I've had enough. I've had enough of legal weed. Let's 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 make it illegal and get the mayor on this because I don't want those juggalos here. I don't I want do. them. I do. They show their boobies. I do. I say. Freely. Wait, can we get can we get press credentials for the gathering of the juggalos? I don't think it's hard. I really don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they turn away many so outlets. I'd like to walk around and just see what's going on. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to pay any money. I, I want to be able to leave when I have to and just do interviews. Just do interviews. Yeah. So okay, it's, it's on. Okay. South Stands Denver at the gathering in 2017. That, that'll be great. We'll be there. Looking at boobies. And uh, probably, you know, buying various flashlights. Uh, flashlights and MDMA. That's awesome. That's great. Maybe Vaughn will come. I bet there's some I bet there's some good crafts at the at the um, the the dark carnival as they call it. <laughs> so uh, let's get out of here because I'm sweating like a bastard, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do hopefully we're gonna do our, our fantasy show. If you've if you've uh, if you've listened to us before, we we did some fantasy shows last uh, year because Colin and I like fantasy, and we give you a little uh, give a little different take on it. We Nobody needs to know what's happening in your guys' dreams. It's that's, that's <laughs> well, all I can say. Really? Oh, okay. I'm, well, I guess we'll cancel it then. No, if I guess I won't bring up Mark Slayer. Yeah. Then. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, baby. Um, so we're going to do that, and uh, we're going to get out of here because it's hot as F in here. So, um, Adam, thank you so much for yeah, coming thanks, in. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Five Timers Club. That's I, I, right. It's an honor. It's it a privilege. It's, it's going on my resume right now. It's, it's like Alec Baldwin. all those outlets that are going to be wanting to see that on there. That's so. right. You're the, you're the, this is very key I'm that you've Alec been on I'm the Alec Baldwin and John Goodwin of yep. the South Stands That's Denver awesome. Podcast. That's fantastic. Um, but thank you for coming in. Uh, you can get him at uh, Adam Kinney Radio yes, on sir. Twitter and uh, check him out. He's a, he's a good guy. He's very talented. He should. He I should probably change it at Adam Kinney Free Agent. That's probably true. Is there an ad, just an Adam yeah, Kinney? At, at, no, at, at it's Adam some K- computer nerd that won't uh, let me get it. He has zero. He has like three followers. No I, tweets. I got so a John Reedy that hasn't tweeted since like 2012, and he's got no followers, and that drives me nuts. At Adam so. Kinney, unemployed. Does not, no. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't Hopefully, it won't. Go, it won't last for long. Yeah, anyway. that's true. So but there'll uh, be a very temporary change on the Twitter but, handle. But good luck, Adam. We know you're gonna. We're gonna, gonna do well, and uh, we wish you the best. And when uh, when you when you get that settled, and come back for the sixth time. Right. We'll have you on here. So. Man, a sixth time. That's unprecedented. It, it might be other than Reno. So Reno, right. yeah. So, yeah. but you know, that's that's a different story. So, uh, but good times. We'll uh, we'll get out of here, and uh, hopefully, we'll get back in, in the swing of things once the Broncos get going. I think the South Stands Denver fan cast gets going, if you know what I mean. So hopefully we can get that rolling. So until next time, folks, this has been South Stands Denver fan cast. Adios. We love you, Denver! (laughs) Sing it out. Sing it. Can you do it? What are you singing? I don't remember.
Oh, I was going to do a Beatles song. That's All right, do it. There we go. You guys do it. And then, it. Fa- and then can you fade it out yeah. so he doesn't have to sing the whole time? Yeah. Sing the whole yeah. fucking thing. <coughs> All right. Oh, darling, please believe me. I'll never do you no harm. Believe me when I tell you. I'll never do you no harm. <laughs> 